Hi, I'm Richard Maxwell, and this is the Creativity in Music and Music Education podcast. It's been a little while since we've actually had one of these, and it's been even longer since I've hosted one, but I'm excited to bring them back and see what we can do uh, this upcoming year to talk about all kinds of things related to the creative process, both in the academic world and just in music in general. Anyway, uh, I'm glad you're here. We uh, can be found on iTunes. We can be found wherever you might uh, subscribe to podcasts. Hope you will subscribe. We appreciate you listening. Um, part of the Arcadia Creative Music and Arts and Sciences program. You can also find us at ArcadiaCMAS.com. So this first episode back uh, was recorded after the first full day of school for the 2018-2019 school year. A couple students volunteered to come in and just talk about uh, their experiences. Uh, some of them are new uh, to the program. Some of them have been around for a while. And we just kind of had a little conversation about what the program's like and maybe what their expectations are and what they might be doing um, as we go through the year. So hope you enjoy, and uh, here you go. Why don't we do this? Why don't we start? There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven yeah. uh, of you who have been kind enough to join me this afternoon. So why don't we just quickly go around the room, uh, or go around the ring here, and if you don't mind, uh, who are you, uh, what year you are uh, at Arcadia, or, or possibly what year are you, um, as far as like having been in the program, and then maybe one reason why you decided to uh, to be part of things this year. Cool? Is that good? Yeah. All right. You want to start? Uh, yeah, I'll start. Uh, my name is Bonham. I'm a freshman. And I guess I really joined this class because, well, I mean, I've been kind of like following it since I was in fifth grade. Uh, so that was, you know, four years ago. And initially, I liked it just because um, I saw opportunities to do things that I couldn't do at home. And recently, I'm like, oh, I can do more than just play drums in school. Like, now I can I can come here and I can make something. Like, at home, I'm like, oh, I can record a guitar part on the voice recorder on my phone, and that's, like, a song I have. So now, now that I'm here, like, this, I got more opportunities to make something better and actually get a full project done instead of just... Katrina Moore, if you are on campus, please come to the main office. (laughs) Katrina Moore, please come to the main office. This is so sad. Siri played that music. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. All right, anyway, sorry. So what I was saying... what was that? What was I saying? Oh yeah, I just have I just have more opportunities to record and get full <laughs> ideas out instead sure. of just have tiny little thoughts in crappy audio on my phone. So you know, it's it it comes out to a very it's just something I can do and it's also in school. It's not like I have something in my free time to do at home. I get you know a, a point for it, and I also I don't like very many things in school. So when I get <laughs> something to do that I like a lot, you know, I, I'll I'll definitely do it. That's cool. I was just gonna say a um, couple of things. One. You would be, maybe you wouldn't be surprised, the number of people who say something similar about the idea of because it's during the school day, mm-hmm. for a lot of different reasons. That's one of the things that always strikes me so odd is like, why, why can't we do stuff like this during school? Like, it's not like, I mean, I know that the atmosphere, I try to keep it kind of loose and keep it low stress, but the content of what's going on, it gets pretty intense, pretty fast. A couple of you that are here, we're going around to finish introductions, have been here for a while, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and I always find it funny because when you think of the opposite of what you're describing, and then you're like, well, why, why can't people do this more often? Like, I am always struck by this program's unique 
that's ridiculous. Like in a way, I used to be really proud of that. That used to be like this big sort of like bragging right I felt. And then after a while, I was like, no, that's that's just dumb. Like why should this be the only one? That's just crazy. Um, the other thing I do think is interesting about the phone for what it's worth um, is that our phones now have gotten so powerful that which is not to say you should be stuck with your phone. Don't misunderstand no, no, me. I, 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 I don't mean that at all. And, and I appreciate that you want to expand, because always wanting to expand can only lead to good things. But it is interesting to me that when you think about just the technology of a phone and what you can do with it now, is basically oh, yeah. way beyond anything like the Beatles had or Queen had in the 70s. Oh, no, really. they, got, they got to go out to lunch while their tape was being wound. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's all they had. Too. Right, right. Like you know, I have an app on my phone. Me and my friend, we we just send riffs that we'll make back and forth to each other. And it's just an app on our on our on our uh, on our phones that we can do that with. Yeah, I mean, and 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 that's great. I mean, and it's interesting too. There's a, the other side of that though. To be fair, is is the fact that um, squeaky door. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. You know what? What's more important is we're having the, we're having the conversation. The other thing, though, that is interesting that's worth considering is the number of advances that happened. Um, I just did a talk about this, in fact, recently, or this was part of it. Every major advance in every art form that you can think of, almost every one of them has happened either by accident or because somebody didn't have the thing they thought they needed but still needed to find a solution for it, um, which is kind of interesting in that regard. Oh, uh, let's go to the, let's go to the next. Okay, yeah. uh, I'm Garrett Campbell. I have uh, I'm in my sophomore year of high school. I didn't do CMAS last year because well, Whoa. yeah, okay. I, didn't know, <laughs> I didn't. Which I I don't know. I just didn't really know anything about it. And then I saw I was good friends with Keegan Roden, who does okay, CMAS, yeah. and he I saw him up on stage with he introduced me to Angel too, also in sure. CMAS. And I saw, I just saw them performing at an assembly, and I thought, hey, you know what? That looks, I mean, they look like they're having a great time. And I never knew like a school could have this sort of program. And yeah, I always thought that's, it was that's cool. what I was like too. And I just saw people having fun. Yeah, right? you see, yeah, and it looked like they're having it's a great like time. It's they, like they made something. They got to actually put it out there because that was a problem that I noticed a lot of people have. How do I? I made this. How do I get yeah, it to? Yeah, people? yeah, exactly. Get yeah. it out there. And like a lot of schools, just you know, don't have this opportunity. And I've always, you know, like me, I've never played an instrument other than, you know, recorder in middle school. Never, yeah. That's okay. Like, Dude, recorder solo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just never. I I saw it and I thought, hey, you know, it looks. I would like to play an instrument, learn how to, you know, sing and perform, and I yeah. thought that was cool and yeah. Well, I'm so glad. I I'm actually I'm glad to hear that one of the shows we did last year directly influenced yeah, your interest. Awesome. But I will say is it's so, I mean look, at the, end, and at the end of the day, I'm the one who has to take responsibility for it. We are like simultaneously great and terrible at promotion. <laughs> <laughs> and I, don't, yeah. and I, can only, I can only say that like seriously because if you, if, you, if, you've been, if you have been following us, you know what I mean. It's like some things we, it's just, unbelievably perfect and then other things it's unbelievably horrid um some <laughs> of it too is it perfect well yeah and some well but and some of it too is it's, it's interesting like like a lot of the part of the problem that we've, we've always had is is people it's like until I, I don't know what the solution to this is maybe maybe with you you folks you'll, you'll help us figure this out until you're actually in here 
It seems like no matter of any description, no matter how many like shows you've been to or how supportive you are, and I know you've been nothing but that for years, <laughs> but it's like everybody says, like until they get in the room on a daily basis, it's like they're like, oh. <laughs> and then, and I don't know what it is, it's like this weird like thing happens, it's like then you get it, and then you try to describe it to somebody, and they look at you like, "Well, I don't understand." That was my that was my mom. It, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's and it's okay, but it's interesting. Like I hear that a lot from from people who are sophomores who join the program. They go, "Well, no, I mean, you know, we 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 saw it at this thing, or I went to whatever yeah. it was, and and I, I knew it existed, but I didn't really understand, and so I thought that because I was you know, and I was going to be new as a freshman, I couldn't do it or whatever. And all these things that I'm like. Where does this come from? How do you, you know? And so, and that's another reason why a big push this year is that new marketing track, that new branding track. I, I you know, I, I've, I've said repeatedly in a lot of different formats, I don't actually know what that's going to look like yet. But I do think having you all and your classmates experiment with it in varying ways will figure that part out. I mean, yeah. you know, you, the returning folks, you may or may not know this, but like, for a while, like we have very established roles with artists and producers. Uh, initially, we didn't. Initially, it was everybody was doing everything and then trying to sort of, we run out of time in the day, so how do you focus all of that? That's what will happen with the marketing branding thing too. I just don't know what that looks like yet. And the one thing, the one thing I've learned is that if I start to, like I need to oversee certain things just because teacher of record and all those kinds of parts of it. but. I don't want to be like, well, it, we're going to do every, this is how we're doing this and that's how this is going to work and this and everything because I, that will miss the whole point of it. And the other thing too is I'm not that old, but I'm, <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe I am, but no, seriously, but I'm older enough. You're the target demographic. Not having you in charge of it in any of the things we do is kind of foolish. Mm. We're not doing a show, you know, for the 24 to 48 or whatever the demographic is, you know, we're not doing, that's not why we do what we do. We're not releasing music for that purpose. I want those people to hear it, appreciate it, and, and, and like it. Don't misunderstand me. But what we're trying to do is solve the problems that you two just were talking about, yeah. which is kids should know that there's an opportunity here, period. What they decide to do with it should be individualized as well, but just the idea that they should know. So we're getting, we're, we're getting better. We're, that's that's the football uh, show next year. That's the stadium yeah. show next week, excuse me. That's the whole purpose of it. It's not because, I mean, yeah, it's a nice bragging right to be like, hey, nobody else goes and does this, but at hey, the end of the day, right, exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah. But in truth, I mean, anybody, anybody could, but the point of it is really because it's one more opportunity to just show people, hey, there is this thing you can do. If this interests you at all, come check it out. You know, and then everything kind of snowballs on that. I actually, the last thing I will say yeah. is, you were mentioning the show with the assembly and like at the auditorium. Yeah, it was, yeah. I was just saying, well, I was talking about this in a, in a class earlier today with some students that have been around for a few years. The general sense we have of that last year was there was like this interesting snowball effect in a really positive way. That first football game led to some really supportive stuff that happened in assemblies and on A&M and, you know, on the news yeah. and, and TV and stuff. And then that led to... The, the, the arts assembly thing that was just, that was nuts that day. That was crazy in a good, good way. But if you were in that hall, it was, it was unreal. Yeah. It, was, it was unreal. And we'd never had that happen where the, where the crowd is singing louder than everybody on the stage <laughs> and everybody on the stage is miked. And then when we finish and the crowd is like 
not angrily, but they're like demanding another song, except we're being told you're already over time and you got to get off. But I mean, it was it was like the best of possible problems. If that's if, if those are even problems, I mean, you know. But it was I mean, but that all kind of that's what that's all about. When we start dealing tomorrow with the specifics more of the show for next Friday, that's the whole goal of it. It almost doesn't even matter what gets presented. Not that you want it to be like substandard. I don't mean it that way, but I just mean it's not about. Those types of shows aren't about the show. It's about what that then leads to along the way for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. But anyway, let's move on. Okay. I'm Eric. I'm in 12th grade. I'm a senior. Um, I'm coming to CMAS as a first year. I'm from an entirely different school. I'm also from an entirely different like music community. I was three years in orchestra. Well, I was in playing the bass since sixth grade, and I actually got elected orchestra king, but I'm tooting my own horn, but I really don't appreciate music as much as I can. I've only been in like relaying music and just doing really one part. And I see this community and all the opportunities it offers so much more to music than I've ever seen. That's incredibly flattering. <laughs> and a lot of pressure. See, I have kind of the same background as him, too. Right. I was in orchestra and band, and I, I'm, you know, continuing. But were you orchestra king? I was not orchestra king. I didn't. <laughs> How do you get to be orchestra king? Well, that's that was only question. second chair bass out of six bass. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, um, what's, can, I, can I ask what school? Or where, or, or where is it? Is it Phoenix, or are you from a different... Uh, Amarillo High School um, oh, okay. in Texas. In te oh, okay, so... It's a totally different state. It is, yes, but also in a very different kind of... Um, from a, a music education standpoint, a whole different atmosphere. Yes, completely um, different. Well, I am, I am thrilled you're here. I think I speak for everybody. We're, we're glad you're here. Um, I'm really nervous. Don't be nervous. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that's the other thing, too, is that one of the things that I've been, I've been trying so hard to explain over the years is that it's not there's no there's no point in being like oh this is better and this is worse or like some music programs this and some music programs that like you can't somehow merge like what we do here with a more traditional program mm -hmm. um, that's a misnomer I mean the, the the history of all of that that's that's a whole that's like a series of podcast episodes we'll do another time <laughs> but but what I will say is is that what we do try to do in this room, I can't speak for, you know, outside this room, I have no control. There are some who would argue I have no control in the room either, but definitely outside the room, I don't. Um, but what I would say to you is, I wouldn't be anxious about that, and I would say that everything either is music or it isn't. And the, the detail of the style or the instrument or the particular genre or whatever it is, is only incidental insofar as what you're trying to do to express yourself. Um, I, I would say that your the very thing that you're concerned that might be a um, a liability your your let's say intense orchestral background is actually a huge advantage, not because specific to orchestra, not specific because of of anything that is specific to bass even, but just because you're clearly passionate and interested in musical expression and you have a lot of prior experiences that are only going to serve to help you. What I think is going to be cool is when you start to collaborate with other people and find that all of these ideas that you probably had kind of stirring under the surface but maybe didn't quite know where to take them or how to take them, 
that's the cool part. It's it's the you know I've mentioned it a lot in the last couple of days in, in in all the classes. This idea of you don't know what you don't know. That's most you know initially everybody's afraid of that. My hope is that without you know not too long, you'll actually be like, that's the best part of it. I don't know what's going to happen when I sit down with these two guys and we start to just jam on something. I don't initially know what we're going to get. How awesome is that? That there's going to be this other thing that we couldn't have possibly expected, and and maybe. It's a horrible, horrible noise. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but 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 out of but but maybe but maybe out of that grows something else. And may, you know what I mean? And you, you just you don't know. If you don't take the risk though, it never happens. So I, I'm actually thrilled you're here. I think the biggest problem we're gonna have, in all seriousness, if it's, if if anything is the fact that you're a senior, you're gonna do all this amazing stuff and then you're gonna graduate. Too soon. Too soon. Alumni. There you yeah. go. Yeah, absolutely. But no, this is. Uh, I'm glad you're here, and I'm I'm glad you came in to, to, to talk this afternoon as well. Thank you. Um, my name is Jackson. I'm in eleventh uh, grade. I started CMAS freshman year, not knowing really what I wanted to do with the program, and uh, I experimented with like the launch pad and and the EDM and dubstep stuff and. Halfway through the first semester, I realized that I didn't really understand it well enough. Okay. So I dropped it and I picked up the guitar. And uh, last year, um, the cover show was my first show I've ever done the entire time here. And now I'm just working on something for the next one. You know, I mean, I have the advantage, I've known you obviously now for a while, and you've, you've done nothing but great stuff here, but you bring up, I think, something that's important, which is just because something doesn't speak to you initially doesn't mean you're necessarily bad as a musician. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's the other thing that people sometimes, just in general, um, you know, in, in, in music and in school a lot of times, it's like, you know, I, I remember when I was in fifth grade auditioning, I desperately wanted to be on the drum, I mean, that's all, I just wanted to play drums, that's all I wanted to do. Left-handed, and at the time, I could, I just, I, I could play any rhythm that you set in front of me if you let me start with my left hand. If you made me start with my right hand, I, it's my brain just, I couldn't flip it. I just, in fifth grade, my brain couldn't flip it. So I bombed that audition. And the band director gave me a trumpet. And I sat with this thing for a couple of years, and I could play it, um, but I just, it didn't, it never felt like it was the thing I should be expressing myself with. And the irony is, is that I then, I took, I took lessons, and I learned to build up my coordination, get more ambidextrous. And the weird thing about it was later, I realized that they did me a favor. Because even though I wound up moving on into percussion, wound up eventually getting you know, a bachelor's degree with percussion as the emphasis and all this other stuff and, and, and doing a whole ton of things, having played trumpet and then baritone horn for a little while did something to my brain where I found that I was, when I would, when I would play drums, I would listen to other instruments from a different perspective, almost like, like I can remember because of the baritone horn, which is not a bass instrument, but it doubles a lot of those lines a lot of times. And I can remember like I would hear the bass part and be able to focus in on it in a different sort of way. It helped. 
you know, it's possible, you know, you said you were experimenting with EDM, and I remember all of this. Yeah. And you were saying how, you know, you didn't understand it, you weren't any good at it, you dropped it. But it's very possible that all of that energy you spent on rhythm and trying to make those grooves work, as much as you felt in the moment like none of this is coming together the way I want it to, but it helped your guitar playing. Yeah. It, because you thought about rhythm in a different way because you had that other perspective. I, I think all of that stuff's important. It's important that you're allowed to sort of like try something, screw it up, and then go, okay, I'll do this now and see where that leads me. As opposed, you know, I feel, I mean, I don't know if I could survive high school now. I mean, the way you guys and girls, but the way things get described and everything is like, like, I have people that will come to me constantly, it happens every year, I really want to be in CMAS, it looks, it'd be so cool, and I'm like, and I'm like, great, let's do it, and I, I can't, because I'm going to be doing this field when I graduate, and I have to take, the, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're 15, and you can't even have just like one hour a day that's yours? Nope. And I'm not saying that as a, <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that like as a judgment, I'm just saying that to me, but that like, that's so sad. You know, like like there's nice there's opportunity. Yeah. Well, and and but there's there's a value to being content. Doesn't mean you have to go. I mean, I, we have. I'm. I feel very lucky. We have a lot of people that go on professionally and do a lot of amazing things. Like Angel. Yeah, the Angel. A lot of. I mean, and there's tons of people that are out that have been graduating. Names of folks that I'll be telling you guys all about that have graduated years and years ago that are doing all these amazing things. My mom actually worked but, with one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or she used to because my mom moved here to salons, but oh. she was she was front desk trying to make enough money to pay for music school. Oh, and she went to CMAS in the, uh, like when it first started. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wonder who it was. I forget her name, too, but yeah. She there's like a lot of, yeah. There. But there's, I mean, but my point is, is just, but even if you don't, just the idea of you can just have a moment of, like, peace. You know, like, yeah. I mean, if everything's, like, 100% all the time, then nothing's 100%, you know? So I'm just saying don't beat yourself up about, yeah. you know, because that, and I will tell you, when you did play at that first show, that was... Astounding, like that was just. I was there when I actually saw that was. I I couldn't tell. I wasn't able to tell. Oh, that was his first performance. No. it looked like you. You know, you were doing it the whole past year before you. Yeah. Didn't, you. It, it looked just like, clicked. It looked like it made sense for you. Yeah. I mean, we've been practicing for what a month, maybe Something three like weeks. And you probably, to be fair, I remember those rehearsals. I don't think you guys needed that much rehearsal. I think that was more about nerves and yeah. about like. Okay, we haven't actually done this before. <laughs> I don't think that was about skill. I think, and that, but that's okay. I mean, that's part of it too. The, the, you know, fear is okay as long as you don't let it consume you. Yeah. Fear drives you. Anyway, don't you have that one of those things? Somewhere. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff up on the wall. Huh? Again, another podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Andrew Charlton. I'm in ninth grade, and I guess the reason why I joined CMAS was because. I've been playing instruments my whole entire life, and I've been always practicing, but I never went anywhere with it, you know? Like, I wrote stuff, but I never shared it with anybody, and then it would all just get, like, thrown away. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and yeah, then, no. Throw nothing away, <laughs> ever. I, I don't care. It. And then I'd try to, like, have my brothers help me with stuff if they wouldn't help me. <laughs> Try to no. help get my sister home and stuff. They went home. These so are all older siblings. Yes. Okay. That's oh okay. That's right. Actually, my siblings are. I don't know. You probably John, Josh, Grace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you're kind of like a legacy. <laughs> See, that's in what a, I don't want. No, no, no. In a good way. And I, I have resisted. I would never put that pressure on you. 
Yeah, but and I have plenty of stories that they give you a hard time. I will tell you stories. Believe me, we can we can balance the the uh, the scales for you. I, but I guess John was the main reason why. I yeah. Oh, cool. That's cool. Well, you know, yeah. first of all, I'm I'm glad you're here, and 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 I will tell you if it, if it means anything, your your older siblings, um, all of them, all of them have said that you and and he comes from a family of CMAS alumni who are mind-bogglingly talented. Let's not, you know, let's beat not let's not beat around the bush. Every single one of them has voluntarily told me individually, and I don't maybe you paid them off, I don't know. But they all said that they all have said to me and and they do it in 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 it's in a very sweet and loving way. They've all said he's better than all of us. That's I'm I'm just I mean for what it's worth, your family clearly is supportive. The the one thing actually I would say is you said that you'd been writing stuff, but like nothing would go anywhere. I was just curious. Is that is it? It didn't go anywhere because you were like like some people will write things and then they'll look at me like, nope, I'm not sharing it, and they'll write these brilliant things, but they they they're anxious and they're nervous. Or was it you didn't know what to do with? It? I didn't know. Like I didn't know what to do with that. I okay. Didn't know if I that's could. that's a bit that's better because the other one is about fear and being like stage fright and being nervous and anxious did not know what to do with it that's that's kind of part of the whole point of this place that's solvable fairly easily um you know I, and for what it's worth you know everybody needs to be their own individual selves so you know um you can't you're your own individual. I, I think the world of your brothers and your sister, I really do. They've been, they just amazing. But I'm not even remotely ever for even a moment going to compare you. Because what's the point? There's no it's not going to do you any good and they're no longer here. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and I remember briefly when, you're, when, when your two brothers were here at the same time, for, there, was a, there was a little overlap, you know, but it was like, even then, it's like, why would you do... do it doesn't serve any purpose. It just, it just doesn't. Everybody should be themselves. And I had, I've had siblings come through in the past and, and, and be very radically different and then be freaked out that, oh, well, I, my older brother, this was like his whole life, but I'm, you know, it's like, you know, it's not really for me. I'm like, that's okay. It can't, I mean, the last thing you want is somebody to be in the room while you're trying to make stuff who doesn't want to be in the room. If the energy just gets all messed up at that point, and then what's, you know, if, you know, it doesn't. You don't want to just throw people out of the room, but you, you know. Oh, hello, everybody. Pearson. <laughs> I am uh, a senior year this year, and this is my third year taking CMAS. Uh, basically, my entire time of being in CMAS has just been me trying to find what I want to do, trying to like improve how I do what I currently do, and then trying to improve that even more. So. I, I believe it was like sophomore year that was my first year. Um, mm -hmm. It just started off with like me wanting to make beats because I had gotten the idea like me and my brother we should like start a group or something. We should start rapping. We should like we should do all of this. And like I had taken a lot of inspiration from uh, Flatbush Zombies, which is another artist group that I listen to a lot. But their producer is also one of the three artists in the group. So I figured like if I could just do it myself, then I won't have to like pay anybody for it and I could also make money off of that. But uh <laughs> I still haven't I still haven't made that much success with it, but I have been um I have been getting better lyrics. My uh, I haven't really like had as much of a 
writer's block as I did sort of last year because I was in like a really major writer's block. Um, I've made two songs apparently. I've performed only two, but I've only released one officially because I cannot find the file for the first one. <laughs> that was just my poor management. But overall, CMAS is literally just a place where I can write down my ideas aside from being at home, but it's a place where I can like share them and put them out to the world a lot easier. I, you know, it's funny. So like, I mean, obviously I've known you for a long time too. And I, I remember all these things you're talking about. I think the thing that you don't give yourself enough credit for, for what it's worth, Saif, is that you do have a sense of the reality of what it takes and you have a plan for how to handle, like, like the, the observation that you made that, wait a minute, one of the guys in the group is also functioning as a producer and then to be able to see what that actually, like what that's gonna mean and what that could lead to, that's a pretty big thing. That's a big leap, you know, for somebody your age. The fact that you haven't cracked the combination yet for yourself of it, that to me just is a function of time. And, and, and you know, the other thing you have going for you that I know when you and I have spoken privately a little bit without, you know, betraying your trust at all, but is you're very patient. You're willing to do what's necessary and not be in this like overblown rush where you get something that's like substandard. I think sometimes you, you, you beat yourself up a little bit because it's not coming as fast as you want it to because of that. But I also think there's something really impressive about the fact that you, you constantly are looking at it and going, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what my goal is. This combination was closer, but not quite right. I'm going to shift this element and see what happens and stuff. And you're you're very methodical, and I think the long-term benefit of that will offset all of these other things where you feel like, like you even said, like you know, the one file with my bad management. But you don't mismanage anymore because you kind of, you know what I mean. Like that happens once, and you're like, well, I'm never doing that again. I lost all that work, and then you, you know what I mean. So all those things build you into the right place. You know, I think that there's something about your, to be honest with you, the way you are so sort of able to kind of roll with things in a positive way and yet help other people in your group actually is the sign of a really good producer. You know, being a producer is not necessarily a technical skill. It's a personal skill. It's being able to draw out. You talk, you, you know, you hear about artists and bands and they talk about producers they've worked with and every single one of them when they talk about the most successful partnerships it's always something about that person was able to draw things out of me or draw things out of us that we never thought we could do before even if it's like drove us crazy while we were trying to do it but the end result it worked and it took things to a level we didn't even know was even possible or even there i think that's something you contribute i think that's something worth considering just as the old man making an observation after the last few years of working with you, <laughs> for what it's worth. Last but not least. Uh, hey, I am, I'm Cody. I am a senior, grade 12. And I've been here for three years. This is be my third year. Last year, I couldn't do it because of um, high school problems. But... Um, There's no problems in high school. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, we, we it's a wonderland. Where you been? Locked in this room. They don't let me out. <laughs> but um, I've been around music a long time, and once I learned about this place, about this program, about from my uh, choir teacher, uh, my eighth grade, 
I saw this as an opportunity to actually express myself because the choir showed me uh, music and how to express myself and it, it felt really good. And that uh, one class was where I actually did my first performance to everyone and it felt so good that I wanted to do this more. I wanted to be a part of this. I wanted to be in this industry. And it felt really good to make music, even for this, uh, my class, like when I was here. And my first year, I used to just do dubs at dubsteps. I, I don't even consider my first year my music, considering I just picked up loops and just put them together. But that helped me like organize music. It helped me build up my my identity and my music. And this year, since it's gonna be my last year, I plan on doing much more and doing a lot more things and actually truly expressing myself like I really wanted to do my first year. I, I'm glad you're back. I mean, <laughs> selfishly, I'm just glad you're back. But I, if I can share, because I remember that first performance and I remember prior to that. So we would do presentations and I don't want to, again, betray your trust either, but <laughs> I, I mean, we were, you know, you were in the room. But I remember it'd be like, Cody, what do you got? And you would just shake your head. Uh-uh. No, no. And then there came that point where you were like, I have something this time. I want to present this thing. And so I'm like, this is great. This is going to be good. Didn't know what we were going to get. And then out of this track, we all of a sudden hear your, literally, your voice. And I remember every single person in the room <laughs> stopped for a second and was like, wait, what? Because it was, it was great. But it was also this just unexpected, wonderful moment where we're like, oh my goodness, we didn't even know. And it wasn't because you'd ever been like hostile or, or standoffish with anybody. It was just it took whatever the circumstance was for you to finally feel like, okay, this is worth the risk. That to me was one of the coolest things I've ever witnessed in the class, in any class, just because when somebody's willing to go, you know what? I, I see the whole list of things that could get messed up here and go wrong. I'm going to just give it a shot anyway. That, to me, that's the cool thing. If it, you know, and you know what? If it, bom it didn't bomb, but if it bombs, who cares? There's a million <laughs> other... I mean, it's like, you know, everybody has a bad gig. Even professionals have a bad gig. Every, you know, you just... They do. Um, you know, and they have to find a way to, to struggle on. There's a, a, a guitar player that I'm a big, big fan of, and he recently put a post up on his blog where he was talking about the first leg of a tour he did, and he had busted his hand. Oh, But he toured anyway because of just the, the, all the circumstances and everything else, and it wasn't like a life-threatening thing, and it wasn't like it was going to cause permanent damage, but his playing was really not what people thought it should be or what he thought it should be. And I was just so fascinated. I'm like, here we're talking about, it's a guy named Trevor Rabin. I don't know if you know who Trevor Rabin is, but he's a brilliant musician. And he just, but it was a simple little statement. He's like, I, he's just like, I'm really sorry to everybody in Poland. And he like lists off all these countries. <laughs> he's like, it was just, my hand was really hurt. And this was the injury and da, 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 da. We tried to still make it musically work. He's like, we'll come back again. And, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, but, but just the idea of like to acknowledge that. And I just thought that was really cool. Like here's a major player in the industry, literally, and he's willing to be that honest. I'm like, you know what? If that guy can do it, surely we can do that here. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to wrap this up. I, I want to thank you guys for all coming in. I'm hoping you'll do this again with me. This is cool. I like the yeah. fact that it's all a bunch of different people, different backgrounds. <laughs> um, it's, you know, there's, there was no issue of, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, nobody cares. Different styles, different instruments, different priorities. That's what it's supposed to be. 
you know. Um, we're not all on the same hour. Um, I think he, I think but, he, I think but, but we're yeah, some, some of you, some of you are similar, but that doesn't mean we can't do things across the program. There's always going to be opportunities. I'm glad you guys are here. Thank you so much for doing this with me and, uh, we're going to get back at it. Thanks. All right, so that's this week's episode of the Creativity in Music and Music Education podcast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes or anywhere else that you may get your podcast from. We hope you will subscribe. You can also find the music program for the Creative Musical Arts and Sciences of Arcadia High School at ArcadiaCMAS.com. You can find out more about me and what I do beyond the program at richardmaxwell.net. And in any case, we really appreciate you listening, and we hope that you'll join us again next week for another episode. Thanks.